You're listening to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Empowerment in business and life. Welcome to the 50th episode of the Womanpreneur Podcast. My name is Melissa Motes, and I am so happy to be here today with Amanda McEwen. We were like 50 episodes. Hey, it's almost a year we've been doing this, which is kind of crazy. It's so crazy. Yeah. How we, are you? We stuck to it. I'm not answering that question. I, I know you love it when people I say, don't. how are you? Yeah, lovely. So what I'm doing, <laughs> uh, I, I did this intentionally. We all know that Melissa Motes loves a good list. So I actually suggested for this episode that she may have a list. And I even made a list as well. So what we're going to do to celebrate is we're just going to talk about 50 fun facts about the womanpreneurs and that it's split up. I have a list of 15 things about myself. Melissa has a list about 15 things about herself and we are going to trade lists. She doesn't know what's on mine. I don't know what's on hers. This might be a little bit weird, but sometimes these episodes are the most fun for us and from what we hear for you guys too. So yeah. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll end with some, some of our favorite memories together. And, and I'm very curious to see if there's a lot of overlap in those or what she's come up with. That's maybe different from what I came up with. I'm excited so. too. So yeah. we are going to dig in. Gonna do I'm going to hand you my, We're gonna trade my list. lists right now. Oh my gosh. I typed mine. I wanted it to look really good here. <laughs> I'll trade you here. I oh. made sure it was double spaced and at least a, a, an appropriate font because I know that those things are important to you. Thank you. I yeah. did the same for I, you. I see that. Thank you. Okay. Um, I would like to start with Amanda's uh, number one fun fact. And these, these are not in any particular order. Yeah, I just, just had, I actually had a very difficult time coming up with things about myself. So I don't know how fun they are. But I know, but I, I, I kind of felt the same. Anyway. I was like, is it's this like, fun? Is this yeah. interesting? Is this random? <laughs> right. I don't know. Okay. So Amanda has been to 387 concerts. That is her concert count. I can't believe you know that. I have a spreadsheet. <laughs> And I have almost all of my concert tickets. Like I have all the stubs. That is so they don't cool. they don't give you stubs anymore. It's all on the phone. And it kind of makes me sad because I really that's it's one of the few things I collect. It doesn't take up a lot of that space. That is so cool. But that was starting in 1988 was my first concert. Wow. And uh up through the last one I went to was was on Sunday. See, so. I have concert count envy. I don't know how many I've been and I to, and I wish I knew. That's I, so cool. I can tell you that in 2001, more than 50 of those came from that year alone. Wow. I went to everything. And how many <laughs> times to, did you see you too? It's about 10% of that total count. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I tallied that up. I, if, I did it very quickly. I think I'm at 38. That is so cool. That's yeah. a very fun so fact. I, I've, I've seen a few shows. That is, is my You've seen hobby. a concert in your day. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the live music. I started early. <laughs> I love going. it. Yeah, awesome. So there you go. People ask all the time, well, how many have you been to? So 387 concerts. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, n number one fun fact about Melissa Motes, she finds doing laundry, cleaning, and grocery shopping therapeutic. 
I do. Maybe this is why she has been married as long as she's been married. Because that seems like a catch to for anybody, yeah, male or female, to have somebody that enjoys doing, doing the laundry, cleaning, and grocery shopping. The, I, the funny thing, too, is, is Troy does as well. Oh, do you fight he, over it? No. I want to do the laundry actually, this week. I did actually say to him today when I left, I was like, don't do any laundry. Don't do any laundry. <laughs> you know what I said to him? Don't take that away from me. That's a very weird threat. I know. It's like, don't take that away from me. I'm really looking forward to it this weekend. And people who are listening are probably like, what? What? No, but I honestly, I really do enjoy, um, I don't know. It's just kind of a, it's therapeutic for me because they're, they're tasks that make me feel good. It's like, I like my house to be really clean. I like clean laundry. I like to stock my fridge. It's the little things. It's like, Mm -hmm. I feel good about all of those things. And I put a lot of love and care into taking care of my home, Mm -hmm. taking care of my family and myself. And it just feels really good. So, uh, I just find some joy in, in therapy in that. Yeah. Well, that's good. Cause most, I, well, I shouldn't say most, but a lot of us, I think, find all three of those things to be chores. I do those on Sunday and I call it my chore day. So I don't love it, but that's okay. And I'm looking forward to Sunday so I can do mine. (laughs) Can't wait. All right. Something to look forward to every week. Okay. So number two for Amanda McEwen is she's been a vegetarian since 1994. And it started mostly because she didn't want to eat food from her mom's that are her mom's boyfriend made for dinner. Yeah. You were an, your inner rebel. Yeah. <laughs> it, it did not start for animal rights reasons. It did not start for health reasons. It started because I didn't want to eat that food. It, it was some weird stuff. It always came out of a box because we didn't have money. It was just weird and I didn't like it. I did care about the animals. I just wasn't as educated about it at the time. Yeah. And I had a friend uh, who was a vegetarian and she started telling me about it. And I thought, yeah, I don't even like meat. So maybe I'll try it. And I mean, it, it stuck right away. I just, I was, I didn't, I didn't get a cold for like years after. And I just felt like, oh, my body likes this a lot better. It's, it's a health thing. And I, I do care about the animals. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not vegan. I've never been vegan, but I'm, I'm very mindful. And to me, it's just, it's just a personal choice. Yeah. And it, it started just cause I, I, I just didn't want to do it. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. That's a really good fact. And it's (laughs) nice to know. I didn't know. Yours have a lot of numbers in them. I'm looking at, I'm Um, looking. I'm a a stats person. I know you are, but like 387 concerts, (laughs) vegetarian since 1994. 1994. Um, That's good. It's been a lot of years. That's solid. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. (laughs) Melissa. Melissa recently purchased a bubblegum pink rotary phone. What do you do with a rotary phone? Like, do you, is it, do you actually I have use a landline. For, for those of you who are a little bit younger, a rotary phone is this olden type of phone. Olden? Google it. Yes, you could Google it where you didn't push the numbers. You had to dial the numbers. It's really, it's really fun because every number, it's like it takes like a second or so to like find the number. Like you have to like wind this thing almost like a, a clock and then the, you know, it goes back and it has like, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, resistance. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, Is you it know? like your own version of the bat phone, but the yeah. most, the most like yeah, pink. Yeah, it's bubblegum okay. pink. It's in my office. I, the day that it arrived, I just, I can't even explain the way I felt when I opened it and it's heavy. Like it, the, the receiver that you hold up to your ear, it's like, 
It's kind of got some weight behind it. Is it a so functional nice. phone or is it's it a functional phone? And okay. I have a landline at my house, so it works. Oh, okay. And also, it doesn't fry your brain if you put it up against mm-hmm. your head. So the I next just, time we talk on the phone, will you please call me? From I'm going to call you on my phone? rotary phone. I okay. will. I'm Thank really you. excited about it. All right. Good so, deal. <laughs> all right. So here's Amanda's number three. She bought her first house when she was 24. I did, and it was a pretty spontaneous decision. It was I needed to get out of where I was living and I wanted to do it quickly. And I was just like, why? I don't want to go find an apartment. I don't want to rent a place. I'm just going to go buy a house. And I did. That's so cool. I, I, just, I called my realtor friend and I said, hey, what are my options? What can I do? I love I looked that at some about stuff you. And, you know, it, it was a good starter house. It wasn't anything glamorous, but it worked for me. And, and I liked it. That's Until so I didn't, nice. and I, I love my house now. It's a different house, but and then I, I didn't love it when because um, I bought that one in two thousand five, and then the economy crashed in two thousand eight. It was not a good time to own that house, and it caused me a lot of uh, issues down the line. But those are gone now, yeah. and I love the house. Live that I have and now. learn. And yeah, but it was, you know, I, I hear people a lot of times like, ah, I'm just going to, you know, I, I, I need to wait until I'm older. I, I, they put things off a lot of the time and I never wanted to be that person. I was like, no, I'm just, just going to buy a house now. Like, that's not a big deal, cool. right? Let's yep. just go do it. Yeah. No, fun. I think that's really, really great. I also bought a house in my early twenties. Yeah. Look at that. And a little something we bond over. <laughs> I love it. That's right. cool. Uh, Melissa finds great joy in reciting the shimmy shimmy Coco Pop song from the movie Big with Tom Hanks. I do. You go down, down. Yeah, that's how it starts. You want to go? I wanted to sing it for you. Please do. You go down, down, baby, down, down the roller coaster, sweet, sweet baby. I'll never let you go. Shimmy, shimmy, Coco Pop, shimmy, shimmy, rock. Shimmy, shimmy, Coco Pop, shimmy, shimmy, rock. I had a boyfriend, a biscuit. She said a biscuit, a trisket, ice cream, soda pop, vanilla on top. Ooh, Shelly, walking down the street 10 times a week. She said it, I said it, I stole my mama's credit. I'm cool, I'm hot. Sock me in the stomach three more times. I love any chance I get to do that. Clearly. I, I don't have anything to add to that at all. That was fantastic. Thank you. Yes. And that, that was a movie from the 80s? Big. And yeah. if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's Maybe early 90s. I don't know, late 80s, early 90s. But I, I just, love Tom Hanks. I just called it a show. It's a movie. It's a movie. Yeah, so Some people call the movie, go into the movies, go into the show. Yeah, but who, who, really, who doesn't like Tom Hanks? I know. He's like I don't, probably the nicest guy in the whole world. That's what I hear. I don't know. He seems like it. I mean, he's Forrest Gump. <laughs> okay. So your number four was you taught yourself how to play the guitar by listening to Nirvana songs. That was how it happened. Yeah. Well, it, it started before that. My brother and I got our first guitar. We had to share it. I think I was 13-ish. And we, neither one of us knew how to play. So just like with everything else, we just figured it out. And You didn't even Google it back then. There was no Google. There, there was wow. no Google. Did you so go to the library would, and get like cord books or no, anything? No, but we would get the guitar magazines. They would come mm. out and they'd usually have five songs that the, the, the sheet music, the tablature would be in. And so, and it, this is in the 90s. It was a lot of what we learned. And we would get, sometimes you could get an album. Like we had REM's Out of Time album. And there's, uh, we, my brother and I would play these songs together. Of course, there was some U2 in there. And, but Nirvana songs are, they're very simple Power, they're all power chords. So they're good starter songs. Yeah. A lot of people learn how to play Smoke on the Water first, but that's Deep Purple. Is, that's not Nirvana. Is Nirvana, um, come as mm-hmm. you are. As you, it's something like as that, I but yeah. Want yeah. You be. <laughs> like, it's a little faster, but yeah. yeah. And it I always just, seems really draggy to me. 
I'm like yeah, it, it's sad stuff well, for me, yeah. but that I do was, like Nirvana. That that was one one of the first ones, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then I, I don't I don't really play now. I haven't for a while. I still have some guitars, but it just it wasn't I didn't have the passion for it the way a lot of musicians do. It was yeah. just something that I liked at the time and it kind of served its purpose. But I I, guess, I wouldn't say I outgrew it. Like I would still love to play. I just don't really yeah. think about doing Maybe it. Maybe you could learn the Shimmy Shimmy Cocoa Pop song. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a guitar heavy track, but I'll I'll look it up later. We could we could do a, like a, an acoustic blend <laughs> of it. <laughs> <laughs> that would make me really happy. Well, shimmy, shimmy, cocoa pop. And then you get like, <laughs> play a chord. You know, we'll, we'll a work chord. it out. I'll just play a chord and then you'll sing. I'll just play another chord. That I could probably still do. The calluses on my fingertips have long gone, but yeah. Well, let's get yeah. those babies back. I love it. So I can play a chord. So you can play a chord and yeah. then I'll sing a line and then you can play another chord. It'll be great. We can take our act on the road. I love it. All right. Now, um, there's a very good chance I will mispronounce this. So please correct me. Um, Melissa's favorite word in Croatian is mochka. You said it perfectly. There you go. I'm Croatian now. You are. Welcome to the family. Thanks. Thanks. (laughs) So my family's Croatian Mm -hmm. and uh, I don't speak the language fluently, but I've been working on learning as many words as possible and random phrases. And my favorite word is mochka which is cat. Oh, of course it's a cat. And I knew you'd be happy to know Look that. Look how happy it makes you, though. I know. <laughs> I was like, wait till Amanda finds out what it is. Well, there you go. Because she likes cats, so I'll, too. I'll, I'll go home, and instead of Grace, it'll be Machka. Yeah. And I, Machka. Um, Gizmo, my, my cat that I have right now, he's 20 years old, and um, I think he's going to live forever. But in case he doesn't, um, if I ever do get another cat in the future of my life, I'm going to name him or her, Machka. I like it. It's Isn't that great? Machka the cat. Cat the cat. Cat the cat. Ah! Okay, go ahead. I like it. <laughs> oh, it's me. Okay. Um, all right, what are we on? Five? You spent the day with Boston Rob and Amber from Survivor. I, I didn't know cool. that you didn't know this until recently. I kind of wish I never would have told you so that it could have been revealed yes, in this moment. Yes. But it's something I had completely forgotten about. Yes. Um, but you, everybody knows that we like Survivor. We like to talk about it. But Boston Rob is one of the most well-known players. He's won at least once. He's played a few times. Mm-hmm. His wife, Amber, won. Well, I think they were in the season together and she beat him. Um, but they're, they're very well-known in that Survivor world. And there was one day, this is probably 19, or 2005, 5-ish, 2005, 2006. And uh, I spent the day with them. Like they, I was friends with somebody that had to teach them how to play poker, that had to do a poker game for the, they were doing a reality show about them. And they were just like, oh, just, you know, stay here and hang out. And we all had dinner together. And That's so cool. Yeah, they were, and they were very cool. Like, yeah. it was just, and it was like, I think one of them had to ride a bull, like at the, one of those mechanical bulls. And it was just, I don't, I don't remember a lot of the details about it. It was a while ago, but I'm like, you know what? Melissa would have appreciated this. I know. I don't know really anybody else who watches Survivor. So. I know. I love me some yeah. Survivor. Jeff Probst, a little shout out to you. <laughs> hey. You know, I, Melissa Monts would make a great contestant on Survivor. I think I'd make a great contestant. And one of the things he says that just breaks my heart is when, like, the people who lose, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the challenge or whatever, he's like, got nothing, nothing for, for you me. here. I'm always like, Jeff, I just feel like you could say it a little nicer. <laughs> so harsh. I got nothing for you here. I'm always like, just well, how about this? Let me <laughs> tell you how to say it. Sorry, guys. Got nothing for you here. Okay. 
That would be better. Those are the options for Jeff Probst. Either he puts you on Survivor or you become the new host. Yeah. So I'm just saying, all right, good. Glad we worked (laughs) it out. I like it. Okay. (sighs) Melissa has mastered typing on her cell phone with her elbow and nose, but not at the same time. I have. I have, as a matter of fact. So at night when I go to to, to bed, I like to put lotion on my hands. And then I, I have these gloves I like to wear. I like my hands to be like smooth and soft and ageless. And um, sometimes I'm like, darn it, I just gooped up my hands. I've got my gloves on and I'm going to bed and I need to set my alarm. And so I'm like, all right, well, watch this. So I'll use my elbow and I'll, because I don't want to take my gloves back off. And I'm like, and I can type my you know, my, my security code into my phone. Mm-hmm. Is that a security code? What is it called? Yeah. And um, anyway, my passcode? Well, yeah. I, I was going to say, we need to upgrade you to one of the, the new ones with a face ID. I have take a it. face ID, but it's dark because I'm in my room and in my bed. And you don't want to turn on the light I because don't. that's too much work. Everything. Instead, I'll type with my elbows <laughs> or my nose. So I okay. sometimes type with my nose or my elbows. And I've gotten really good at it. I can set hey. my alarm, the whole bit. We, we didn't talk about that in our last episode about super skills, but that sounds like it could be one. So we'll do we'll an visit part two. We'll do part two of super right. skills. Yes. Yeah. Like so there it. you have it. Okay. All right. Where are we at on number six? Okay. Goat cheese tastes like rotten strawberries to Amanda McEwen. I don't like it. A lot of people love goat cheese. It just tastes like a strawberry gone moldy. Oh. Don't do it. And I've been tricked sometimes because I think it's feta and I like feta cheese and it turns out to be goat cheese and it makes me very sad. I, got, I can't. And it's not, to me, it's one of those tastes that you can't pick out. I can't just, because then I'm just eating. Ugh. It's like an ultimate disappointment for you to yeah. bite into some goat cheese. Ugh, it's icky. I don't really know. I know I've tasted goat cheese some, at some time in my life. It's just not like a go-to for me. Mm. Go-to. A go-to. Can you make a goat sound? I can't. No. I don't. How uh, does it, how does goat? I just said I can't, so I'm not going to do Let it. Let me see what you think it sounds no, like. No, thank you. What do you think, Brent? How does it? <laughs> well, oh, I do love the screaming goats and the fainting goats and all, all, all goats of all forms. Oh. I just don't like their cheese. Wow. Sorry, goats. I am. Your cheese is not Amanda's favorite. <laughs> no, but I, I love goats. I love goats. Uh, Melissa recently wrote 13 letters to the White House and received nine replies. I did. What did yeah. you write to the White House about? I just had some some matters that I felt that I needed to address with the White House, okay. personal things I Perfect. had to say. And uh, I was really surprised. I, I had sent 13 letters to the White House and I got nine replies back. Did you send them all at once or over time? Over time. Okay. That's a pretty I good sent response rate. One every Monday okay. for 13 weeks. Hey, good yeah. job. And uh, I was like, yeah. So I want to just say, no matter what political beliefs that you have, if you have something you need to say to the White House, write a letter and. Uh, Go for it, and you're going to get a response. And if you want to take a look at my ratio of you know letters to the White House versus you know the ones that I received back, um, write a few um, to certainly get one. And that's all I got. Congratulations on your thank responses. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I was like, wow, another one, hey, another one. There you go. <laughs> Dang. Nice. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, all right, next one for you. Amanda McEwen once visited 10 countries in 10 days because she couldn't decide where she wanted to go. Yeah. What? Yes, yeah, so I just went everywhere. 
Where, where, where? Uh, I don't know if I can li- remember all of them, but because mm-hmm. they're all in that that area, so yeah. I know it was Italy, France, Germany, Switzerland, Belgium. Um, wow, there's some other places in that area. Yeah, but yeah. so you were but just, just were went, you just flying around or driving around? No, or? Mo- mostly mostly ground transportation. That's so. I cool. just went from basically from one to another, and and because I, I figured like there's so many countries in Europe. I wanted to. Um, it was my first time going to non English speaking countries. I'd already kind of done all the English speaking ones, so I had to go somewhere new, and that was a little bit intimidating. Yeah. So I just thought, you know, I let me. I don't. I want to go everywhere. So I'll just go everywhere and figure out then which ones I want to go back to, which is pretty much all of them. That's so, um, so but cool. But yeah, I, I rather than just, you know, take a couple weeks to go, you know, to one place, I just got a little taste of all of it. That's really it nice. Was fun. It was it's a like a buffet. Yeah, and I met, I met my friend Brittany there. Um, yeah. That's so, so I, cool. I, I made a friend. I like, I always um, admire people who are able to do things by themselves, mm-hmm. you know, and especially travel. And I mean, some people struggle with just going to see a movie by themselves, <laughs> right. you know, or, or going out for lunch or yeah. dinner or something alone, um, which I think is is great to be able to to share your own company with yeah. yourself. Well, I, I like to be alone, but it, I mean, I like to be with people too on a sure. vacation. Traveling can be tricky with other people. So sometimes going alone, it, it's better just because you have full control. Yeah. But the way I always looked at it, it's like, I want to travel. There are a lot of places I want to see. Most of the people in my life don't. And either they, they don't want to, they don't have the time to, or they don't have the money to. And so it's, well, I could sit around and wait until I have somebody to go with, or I could just go myself. So yeah. I go myself. I think that's cool. Yeah. And it was fun. Good for you. That's when I, I did my, my, my bike ride around Munich that we talked about before. Oh, don't even and go I there. And I ate a lot of gelato in Italy. Yeah, that's a good thing to do in um, Italy. Oh. Yeah. I miss it. Good gelato. I miss it. Uh, Melissa is right-handed, but she does cartwheels and bats and mini golfs left-handed. Interesting fact. Just always have? or Always have. I don't know. And I didn't realize that I was doing those things left-handed until one day, I think I was maybe in like fifth or sixth grade, and somebody said to me, are you left-handed? And I said, no, I'm right-handed. And then they said, well, then you're holding the bat incorrectly. And I was like, no, I'm not. This is the way I bat. And I bat like a boss. Hey. Just saying. You know, I, I used to be on sugar and spice softball team <laughs> back in the day. Isn't that, why, isn't that funny? Sugar and spice. So weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't then, know why I just remembered that. But anyway, I mini golf and I do cartwheels whenever I feel like doing a cartwheel. Uh, it's been a minute. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, so you're not going to demonstrate I'm for us now? I'm going to demonstrate right now, but maybe after we're done, I'll see what I can do. There's a word, there's a term for that. What is it? And it's not ambidextrous. My friend does that too. Huh. He eats with his right hand, but he draws with his left hand and he's switching mm-hmm. like, it's not ambidextrous. Right. He can't draw with his right hand also. Yeah. It's really, yeah. I forget what it's called, but yeah. there's a term. Well, I cannot bat, do a cartwheel, or mini golf right-handed. I, I cannot. So it, it's just that that's the only way. It's, it's just it's, an interesting, weird thing. Yeah. Our, our bodies are weird that way. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right-handed so that it's my right arm is stronger, but my left leg is stronger. And like it's, it's just weird. I learned this in Pilates a lot. There's always one side that's, stronger than another and mm-hmm. mine is completely inconsistent it's not all right side it's just like i'm a, a different giant parts of your body yeah are, yeah it's yeah. called cross dominance cross dominance 
That sounds oh. kind of powerful. I like it. Cross dominant. Melissa is cross dominant. Uh, we are both cross dominant. Right. Well, I, yeah. I tried scooping ice cream with my left hand when I worked at TCBY and it did not work. I just flung stuff everywhere. That's not good. No. I'm not, not a, a left-handed ice cream scooper. Um, I'm looking at your number eight and it says that your eyes changed color when you were 13. They did. Uh, they, they were blue when I was born and when I was a kid and then they turned green. I don't know if it was like one day. They used to change drastically with whatever I wore. So whatever color, and they still do that. They're, I wouldn't say they change so much, but different colors emphasize them more. But when I was younger, they changed fairly drastically based on what color I was wearing, like what shirt. Wow. And then at some point, they just went green and they stayed green. Wow. Yeah. You have I, have, I have pictures from when I was a kid and they're like, they're, they're blue. My wow. mom likes to say I have gray eyes, but it, it's not true. Like I... Wow. My, my, apparently one of my grandfathers or great-grandfathers, somebody in the family tree that I didn't know, apparently was listed on his birth certificate that he had gray eyes. So, wow. yeah, mine are just odd. I'm not complaining. No, you're so beautiful. It was, just, it was just a weird thing that happened. Beautiful green eyes. Irish Scottish girl. Yeah, but the rest of the family are blue or brown. Huh. I'm the only one. Like my brothers are brown. There's like little bits of green in all of my brothers, but yeah, my moms are blue. Wow. Dad's around. Like it's. I'm just. I'm just a weirdo. I'm a mismatch. Your eyes are They're cross dominant. Way to have the cross dominant eyes. <laughs> yes, that is what happens. That's so cool. So yeah, a weird little fun fact. That is a weird fun fact. Um, Melissa likes writing songs and stories for kids. I do. Uh, that doesn't surprise me even a little bit. Thank you. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I have a bunch, and I'm actually thinking about publishing some of my children's stories mm -hmm. and getting some of my children's songs out, like on iTunes and stuff. I've been kind of threatening to do that for a mm -hmm. lot of years, but this just might be the year I do it because you should. They're just shelved. There's a whole yeah. bunch of them, hey. and uh, it just brings me a lot of joy. And usually, whenever I write a children's story or a children's song, I write it in about five minutes. Oh. It just, Maybe it'll, meant to do it. it's inspired thought. Like yep. stuff will hit me and then I just sit down and write the song. I think you need down. to learn how to play the ukulele. I'd like you to play the guitar. Okay. I'll play a chord. And then you can play a chord. <laughs> just one. <And> we can... <laughs> Maybe a C chord. I don't know. I always like, um, I like E minor chord. That's a good chord. Because it's, it's the easiest chord to play <laughs> right. on a guitar. It's true. It's true. Yeah, hurt it's all hands. open. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's great. I love it. I actually wrote a song called E Minor Chord is my favorite chord to play. And it was a one-chorded song. <laughs> um, all right, number nine for Amanda McEwen. Amanda played viola. Mm -hmm. Really? I did. In elementary school orchestra, first chair. I, I like that you had that in parentheses. It's, it's, you know, it's an important fact. Gotta, if, if we're bragging about stuff that we've done, yeah. it's not really what we're doing. It's a little bit, but yeah, it was, I, it, yeah, the, the music has already always been there. But again, it's, I just never wanted to, I, I didn't feel like I needed to keep playing it. I appreciate other people's music more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had the, the whole, the bow and the thing, and we played all the, all this, the school performances and all that stuff. Wow. Yeah. That's super that's cool. That's people, another interesting. I, I hadn't thought about that in a while. That you were so musical, Amanda McEwen. Yeah. Three hundred and eighty-seven <laughs> concerts, plays the guitar, Nirvana songs, first yeah. chair, viola. I mean, this is this is like. This is incredible to me. This oh, is news well, to me. Thank you. Yeah. I'm inspired. Got some talents. I like it. Uh, as do you with your double-jointed elbows. Well, it grosses <laughs> a lot of people out. Okay. But I'm just going to say that when I bend my arm 
Oh, it just keeps going. Just keeps going. <laughs> and uh, I remember when I was in sixth grade, I wanted to try try out to be a cheerleader, <laughs> and I was like doing the the like you know da, 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 whatever you had to do, and then I was gonna do the V, and my arms were like. Oh, <laughs> and they're like, uh, and Melissa, they like totally dial it in. Yeah. <laughs> That's and they were me. all like, oh, what's wrong with Melissa's arms? And then I was like, what is wrong with my arms? I don't know. And then I went home and I like looked in the mirror. That was when I discovered it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Are I was like, whoa, that? my arms aren't supposed to do that. <laughs> People are scared of my arms. Hey, but anyway. Um, there's, I've, I've got there's one that. in there that's going to relate to that. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's that. So let's go to yours is... <laughs> You used to take naps in the dark room in high school. I did. I was, I was a, a big fan of photography, so I took the photography classes. Uh, when we get to one of my others, I'll explain why I had all the ability to take extra art and photography classes. Um, but so in the dark room, there was a there are a bunch of stations that are separated because you know you have to make sure light only goes onto your. This is back in the day of film, kids, you know, actual film that had to come out of a can and you'd have to develop it in chemicals and it wasn't just instant. But they're pretty tiny little divisions and I'm I'm pretty tiny and I would just curl up and I would take my little nap. Wow. And sometimes I... Nobody came to get me, and and I might have been late to the next class, but I was very tired. I worked full time in high school, so I took the time for naps when I when I could find them. That's good. Sometimes in the if dark you're room. You're looking for Amanda McEwen. Yes. She's in the dark room. Oh, I, I learned one of these last night in one of our classes that we taught together. Um, Melissa's favorite candy is milk duds and high chews. I never heard of a high chew. I like to say high chew. Chew. It sounds like a sneeze, but it does. Hi, chew. I don't know what it is. You said it's like a fancy Starburst. It's kind of like a fancy Starburst. It's a Starburst, but better. Um, Brent Brent Mukai changed my life. Um, (laughs) He introduced me to Hi Chews, and I really love them. And I I I really like chewy candy when I have candy. I love Milk Duds, um, and Hi Chews are just they're right up there. And I just kind of wanted to put a shout out in our podcast to the people who make high chews and just tell them I love them. Hey, sometimes you got to tell people you love them. I just appreciate you so much. Okay. All right. So we're going to number 11 for Amanda McEwen. So you have, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this properly, Osgood Schlatler, Schlatler's disease. That's what, why I didn't put a full sentence. I just wanted to hear you say it. it's Osgood Schlatter. Osgood My, my German basically. Osgood Schlatter's disease. Yeah. So... When I was a kid, uh, my legs grew too. Oops, my legs grew too fast, and it's, it's called Osgood Schlatter's. It's basically the the joints don't um, form nicely together. Instead, they kind of push on each other. So I've got this weird knee bump here on both sides, oh. and it made it was very bad because it limits your your movement. And so I wasn't allowed to run or jump. Um, ever again, basically. The the medical knowledge has changed and it turns out now I probably only had to stay off it for a year or so. But back then they were like, nope, you can never run, you can never jump again. And I was fast. I mean, the long legs. Yeah. And I, I, I was fast and I was good at the high jump too. Those mm-hmm. were things that I did in, in elementary school. 
But uh, mm. it became like my knees would get super swollen and turn red. It was just painful. Wow, and I so did not know that. For that, I was never able to take PE classes, which were re required in high school. So instead, I got extra electives. So I got to take extra art and photography classes. You mean and guitar class? I took a nap guitar class. class. My nap classes, yeah. So good work. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I mean, I, I still to this day, I've never run again. And part of it is because they told me I always had to stay off of it. And so you know, my my knee muscles are stuff are probably pretty uh, underdeveloped. Wow. But, yeah. Interesting fact. All good slaughters, my journey. Wow. Knee. I did not know that. Well, yeah. and I learned that, that, uh, how to say that. That's the, good. This is a thing I didn't even know existed, but the Starbucks mermaid is Melissa's spirit animal. Yeah. So, I did know, actually, sorry, for some reason, I was thinking Starburst because of the last one. Yeah. And I was like, Starburst mermaid, but it's Starbucks. We, yeah. Starbucks. This is Melissa's. Starbucks logo is a mermaid. You don't, Some people don't know that because they just see the, the, the woman's hair silhouette, you know, inside. There's, you know, there are a lot of different versions of the Starbucks logo. I know it very distinctly in, in a very <laughs> detailed fashion, but she is, in fact, uh, a mermaid, and she's my spirit animal, <laughs> and I love her. Okay, that's all I got. Let's go to your next one. Um, you like to be in water, but not under it. Yeah, like I love the ocean. I'm not, I'm not a big swimmer, but I don't mind being in pools. Like I love to be in the ocean. I do not have any desire. I do not like to be underwater. So you're not like you are mm -hmm. not like this. The Starbucks mermaid. I am not like that. Nope. I don't like. I when people splash too much, I, I get I get very offended. I mean, I just I really do not like to be underwater. Wow. Yeah, but like I'm not scared of the ocean. Like I like to be in it. But you just I, don't I just like I, to I be just want, under it. Yeah, because I, I like to breathe. Okay, breathing is a good thing for me. Hey, <laughs> we've got a good thing going. Note to self. Yeah. Um, Melissa watched Dracula on Netflix recently and found herself being genuinely scared when she shut off the lights. I was. I just started watching Dracula on Netflix like a week ago and I loved it, loved it. And I was like, Dracula, I'm super afraid of you. And it brought me back to my childhood. <laughs> I was terrified of vampires. Oh. And I used to watch a lot of vampire stuff and Dracula with my dad and my brother. And I got really sucked into this. Um, I think it was like five episodes. And Every night when I would be done watching it, I'd go in my room. I would, Troy would sometimes be asleep and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so scared. <laughs> and then I, I was like completely went back to being like seven years old. And I was like thinking about wearing garlic around my neck when I went to bed. No, not really. But anyway, it was just kind of fun to let my imagination run mm. that wild. I got so into yeah. it. Um, but I felt genuinely scared. Like my heartbeat was getting really fast and I was running oh. for my bed. <laughs> hey. Just like I was a kid. That's, that sounds kind of fun. It actually was kind of fun. Good. And then the next morning I was like, that was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, there you have it. Um, so you, let's see, your number 13 is you started reading on your own when you were three. Yeah. Wow. I, I think I mentioned in our last episode that I just kind of teach myself things. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I couldn't tell. I, I just knew how the words went together. Wow. Like I, all I, re I remember being like in a car and just saying, hey, does that say stop? You know, with the stop sign. And yeah. I just, my, I remember my, my cousin tells a story about um, like, because she used to babysit me. And then she would try to read stories to me. And I would just take the book from her. And then I would end up reading to her. And she's 
a little bit older than me. So, so I was, but I was an avid reader as a kid. Like I'd read a book a day. I got that from, from my dad. He's a bookworm. Wow. And I, I just read a lot. I've read War and Peace when I was eight, just because it was like a big, I probably didn't understand it. I just wanted to read the biggest book I could find. Wow. Yeah. She started making spreadsheets when she was four. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I didn't have the technology yet. Yeah. She yeah. was like drawing them Maybe. by hand. Here. Maybe. No, that's so Maybe funny. Maybe that happened. Um, Troy, if you're listening or watching, um, close your ears for a second because Melissa has a crush on Rick Astley. Never going to give you <laughs> up. He wrote that for me. Rick Astley did. Yeah. That's what I used to think when I was in seventh grade. Aww. So I remember when I first heard Rick Astley saying, I was like, who is this guy? I love this guy's voice. It was the first uh, CD that I ever bought. And um, I just had this major, major crush on Rick Astley. And I still still got a little crush on Rick Astley. (laughs) I don't actually know what he looks like. I'll have to look him up. Yeah, he's just a cutie. And not everybody sees the beauty in him the way I do. That's okay. I do. That's okay. And I went, uh, he he performed at the Palms Mm -hmm. a couple of years ago in January. And I went to see him and it was awesome. (laughs) And I was like, yep, I still love you, Rick Astley. Troy knows. It's okay. 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 He knows about it. All right. Um, But that's all I got. And uh, he's never going to give me up. I'm never going to give him up. And it's good. It it sounds like a good relationship. It's good. Um, So we've got, you are severely pigeon-toed, which probably contributes to your chronic clumsiness. Yeah. Yeah. So... In addition to all of my other fun things like my German knee, um, my hip bones naturally turn in instead of straight. And so my feet go the same way. And it freaks people out. Like you were doing your thing with your elbows um, because my feet can go completely like backwards in. Like when I'm standing up, I can't do them outwards because my kneecaps could pop off. Um, And I can't do that because they turn the wrong way. But sometimes in Pilates, they're like, well, you need to put your feet out more. I'm like, I can't. My hips don't go that way. And, uh, but when sometimes they have you turn your feet in, they're like, well, no, not, not that much. Like, don't like, that's easy for me. I had special shoes when I was like 10 or 11 to try to straighten them out. And so I don't, I don't walk pigeon toed because I just, over time and life you'd learn. But I think sometimes, because when I walk, I'm usually zoned out somewhere in my head thinking about stuff. And if I'm not thinking about it too carefully, maybe one foot goes in and the other one trips over it. Hmm. So I, I think that's why I trip so much. Sometimes I trip when I'm just standing. I mean, I'm just clumsy in general. It's fine. But yeah, so that's my, my every, yeah, all my stuff is, is weird. Huh. I, yeah. I just didn't know. I, I, I don't know that I've ever like super tuned in. I've never yeah. really like tuned, in, tuned into your knees or your... <laughs> why would you? Your, right? <laughs> that's but why they're fun facts. They are fun facts. Yeah. No, oh, uh, we learned this in our last episode. Uh, Melissa thinks regular quotation marks around words looks too busy. I do. So she goes for the single quote. A single quote just looks a little cleaner. I know it's not correct. It's okay, but I like it. It's more sleek. <laughs> um, and your number 15 <laughs> is uh, you nearly pushed Perry Farrell into a pool at Slash's birthday party. Yeah. What? <laughs> so Slash had, had a birthday party, invited okay. a bunch of other musicians to play this big show. We filmed it. Um, while we were there earlier in the day getting set up, it was at uh, one of the local casinos in Vegas. Uh, it was at their pool. 
And like I just mentioned how sometimes when I'm walking, I'm not really paying attention because I'm stuck somewhere in my head. And I don't know what, I was probably thinking about something related to the job. And I looked up and I was just inches away from Perry Farrell, who is, he's a singer of Jane's Addiction and Porno for Pyros for anybody that does. He created Lollapalooza. So if you don't know who he is, just Google him, um, Perry Farrell, kind of a big deal uh, in the music world. Um, but yeah, I was, if I wouldn't have looked up and realized he was standing in front of me and kept walking, he would have gone right into the pool. Oh my gosh. Yeah, probably not how I wanted to make an impression, but we just had a nice laugh about it. And it was just kind of like, whoa, Whoa. yeah, like, whoa, girl. And I had to keep going. I I didn't really even have time to stop and address the situation. I was just like, sorry. Sorry about that. Got to keep going. Yeah. Keep (laughs) on trucking. Yeah. These are the things that happen in my life sometimes. You know, the clumsiness too, as I mentioned. Uh, and the, the last fun fact about Melissa, she recently discovered she has a deep love for Brussels sprouts and could eat them every day. Yeah, I love them. I, I think you stole it from me. And I say that because I used to love Brussels sprouts in the last year or so. I get extremely, I feel ill, just like I'll take one bite and I, I get sick. Like it, it almost, huh. like nauseous. I, I can't eat them anymore. And Weird. I don't know why. It makes me sad. So maybe I, uh, you I don't stole, know. Maybe you stole. I stole your taste buds for Brussels sprouts. I don't know. As a kid, I hated them. I just did not. It, that it was like to me, it felt like punishment if my mom put <laughs> a Brussels sprout on my plate, yeah. and she'd always say, "You have to eat it. It's good for you." And then I'd sit there and like gag on it as a kid and be like, "Oh my gosh!" Because <laughs> we had a rule in mm-hmm. our household oh. as kids: if, if we didn't eat everything that was on our plate, oh, yeah. uh, we had to go to bed. And sometimes my brother and I would just eat like everything on our plates that we liked. And we'd say, good night. <laughs> it was like five o'clock because we just didn't even want to go through the drama of having to try to like eat a Brussels sprout. Yeah, like I'll um, just go to bed. Yeah, it's like, it's fine. And, and now as an adult, though, wouldn't that be a great punishment? Seriously. Like, oh, you didn't eat your food? Gotta, Gotta go, go to, to bed. bed. Sorry. Yeah. So we, you know, um, I, I just kind of rediscovered my love for Brussels sprouts and I just think they're fantastic. And mm-hmm. I highly encourage mm-hmm. all of our listeners and viewers to whip up a nice batch of Brussels sprouts. Hey, except for you. you. Well, yeah, yeah it makes are. me sad because I love them. Maybe they just don't maybe, like me anymore. Yeah, I, maybe I, it'll come back around for I you. So. You never know. I'll keep trying. Yeah. I'll keep trying. I know. Yeah. Well, well yeah. we've got we've got those are all those very are s- interesting facts about Those are some fun facts. And now we're going to move along to our shared memories of each other. Yeah, so we have some shared memories. Um, This was pretty fun, and we want to see if we have any crossover. But being 50 episodes deep, um, there were definitely some things. Some things were more general, and some things were more specific um, for me that stood out about... uh, us working on our podcast together. So your 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 list is all about the podcast. Yeah. Oh, mine is not. Mine is our of our entire history of our friendship. Oh. It's very little. I don't know if any of them are about the podcast. Oh my god. So yeah. We we see. Yeah. We kind of came at it from a different vantage point. I like point, it though. But that's kind of fresh and yeah. fun. Okay. So do you want me to um go for it? Start. Go for okay. It. So for me, uh, I I said I love it when. One of my favorite memories is when you described in great detail what it was like receiving a severed baby hand in the mail <laughs> from me. Um, I like just wanted to give Amanda a high five that she couldn't refuse, and I sent her a little 
freaky hand. Mm -hmm. And the way you described it in one of our past episodes made me very happy when I saw it. Severed hand is on my list of favorite memories with Melissa. So crossover number one. Um, We won't get into it here, but if you listen to our Talking to Your Younger Selves episode, you can hear all about the severed hand incident, which is still one of my favorite Melissa moments. Thank you. Um, For me, this is a non-podcast moment, uh, the Wheel of Fortune. So back in the day, I worked for a production company and we had a leftover prop that was one of those giant spinning roulette type wheels. And and Melissa would come because back in, in those days, she would actually come to the office sometimes to record voiceover. And she apparently is or was or is Still. a gigantic Wheel of Fortune fan. And at, at least at that time, it was whatever time of night that show was on, you could not bug her in that 30 minutes. That mm-hmm. was her wheel time. And seven o'clock, ma'am. And we ended up at either giving or selling that wheel to you. You guys gave it to me. And I, I remember meeting you in the parking lot and just this giant smile as she took the wheel home. And it also, this might not make sense to anybody else, but it also reminds me of the Wheel of Fish from a movie called UHF that was uh, with Weird Al Yankovic in the 80s. So that's, and it's a very bizarre, weird, just right up my alley kind of movie that I had on VHS. Thank you for so. giving me this wheel because wheel. I still have it yep. and I still love Wheel of Fortune. And I actually remember you meeting me in the parking lot and being like, Melissa Moats, <laughs> I know how happy this is going to make you. And I'm like, I'm so happy. That's a big thing. That's so awesome. Yeah. Um, so my second memory is... I just wanted to say that every time you decide that a moment is high five worthy, I believe that clouds part and angels sing. Aw. Well, it, it's very rare. It is. And I'm glad that it, on occasion I can do that for you. Yes. But not as often as you would like. We're probably not going to high five on that right not, now. No, because it's disingenuous. Okay. Yep. Um, but I, ha- I, I have two words. Okay. Chocolate pie. I know exactly. We went, there's a place in Vegas called the Baguette Cafe. And we went for one of our our hangout sessions there. And I'm a big fan of getting dessert, sometimes only dessert, sometimes dessert before the meal, all kinds of dessert. But we got this chocolate pie and it was just the most delicious chocolate pie. I'm not even a pie fan, but there's a French- I can taste it right now. Yeah, my my mouth's watering a little bit. We should go back. We should. It's 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 a very cute French- Cafe in Vegas. So if you live here, please check out the Baguette Cafe. I'm going to wear my beret. And there you go. Oui, oui. Monsieur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Eat some chocolate pie. It's oh, that, that was such a good pie. <laughs> it was good. Um, the next one for me was, I love your passion level for Quakies. <laughs> and our, our, our real argument that we got into yeah, about the trees. Amanda and I to. had a really major fight we had like a we had like a <laughs> moment we went down it was like a they're not big, birch trees yeah I thought they were birch trees and we went we went painting one mm-hmm. night with our awesome friend Carissa and my sister and they called it birch tree night and I just kept referring to them as birch trees and I'm gonna tell you right now you want to make Amanda McEwen mad you <laughs> you call a tree the wrong yeah. name if, if you want to check out our knowing your limits episode you can hear the entire argument we actually posted it on our Facebook and social media pages too. So the the actual argument uh, in its own clip is there to She's watch. Very <laughs> passionate about it. Hey, I like my quake, my quakies. They're very they're sacred trees to me. Yeah, don't call them birches. There's, yeah, <laughs> I never will again. Um, 
in general, uh, one of my, my favorite memories, they're all the, the coffee dates with no makeup. There are times before we worked together all the time, we didn't get to see each other nearly as often. And we, we would schedule our, our coffee meetup where I would drink my weird green tea and she'd drink her coffee. And there, one of us usually would text the other like, hey, just so you know, like I'm in my gym clothes, like I'm not wearing makeup, like I'm, I'm not dressing up for you today, that, that kind of thing. So that was, it was just always nice. I'm like, I can just show up. I can just be me and we'll go and we'll catch up and it'll be fun. That's so awesome. Yeah. I love that too. I love that too. (laughs) And it's nice when you have, I mean, it's just nice when you have, when you're that comfortable with certain friends and people and you can just roll out of bed and be like, here I am. (laughs) This is what you're getting. In all my glory. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My next one is, I really feel that all of the different expressions and faces that Amanda McEwen makes are very endearing. I'm glad you think so because I think they're my face does weird things. You're expressive. Well, maybe there you go. I feel like I don't know how to emote, but my face does. But I does mean, weird if, things. If we looked back through yeah. 49 episodes, mm-hmm. I guarantee you, in every episode, you have well, some kind of an expression. <laughs> oh, I do. That would be freeze worthy. The the people like, I know who watch it have told me it's specifically because they want to see my facial expressions. Yeah. Usually, especially in the episodes where you're reading a list. Because apparently my, my face does know, uh, it, it doesn't know how to... It can't hide. It can't, it can't lie. Yeah, thank you, because I couldn't find the words. Your face doesn't lie. No. Shakira's like, hips don't lie, and your face doesn't lie. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I like that reference. Yeah. Um, uh, it's my turn. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's sorry. I was going to read another one. I got so <laughs> excited. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite memories is when you dragged me to see New Kids on the Block, and you cried while Debbie Gibson was performing. <laughs> Like legitimately cried tears because it brought her back it, for an endearing way. It brought you back to your some very formulative years in your life yes. when Debbie Gibson was popular. Right before we started recording this episode, she was telling me about Debbie Gibson's newest song that she likes. So she's remained consistent, but she got so emotional seeing Debbie Gibson on stage. I, love I would her. not have been at that concert. I if love Melissa her. didn't want to go, but that's, I that's was the so kind glad. of friend I am. Thank you for going yeah. with me. And that's one fun. of your 387 concerts <laughs> that you've been to. It's true. And, and I, it was really special. Thank yeah. you for going with me. It was called the Mixtape Tour, yeah. um, and it was a whole bunch of different 80s bands. I mean, it was everybody from yeah. Salt and Peppa to mm-hmm. Tiffany and Debbie Gibson, who were like total rivals. And naughty by Nature. Naughty by Nature. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was so fun. New Kids on the good. Block. Yeah. Everybody was up there, and I was like, oh, my gosh. When I was a little girl, like I wanted to go hear Debbie Gibson perform and I just couldn't back then. It was just not like mm-hmm. something that my folks could do at that time yep. for me. And um, I got to see Debbie sing her <laughs> big jams and I was like, Debbie, you were so wonderful and yeah. beautiful. And I loved it. Thank you for that. Um, I, I also said, um, what is this? I love... My our my favorite episode of all time with you um, that we did was the art of having fun, <laughs> and I just I looked back at that episode recently and just kind of like clipped around and looked at different things and I don't know I just felt like it was just really fun we both had really good belly laughs and I like to laugh with you Amanda McEwen <laughs> I'm glad because the whole episode was you reading a list and me making faces at you yeah I mean that was basically what the episode was yeah like, oh, my eye rolling and such but yes I had fun it was a fun episode yeah 
Yeah. Um, uh, my, my birthday dinner at Flower Child, uh, which was last year, I believe. Um, yeah, it was, you know, we hadn't seen each other for a little bit. I had stories to tell and maybe it was two years ago. It's been a little bit, but yeah, it was just one of those, we've had a lot of meals together, but that one was just because you, you kind of realize like when, a, when a friend gets so, like is so supportive and gets excited on your behalf, I'm mm-hmm. like, that's that's what Melissa Moses is like. She had to hear these stories and what was going on. And I remember, yeah, I yeah. I can actually recall the conversation yep. we had. Yep. And I remember too that I was really excited to bring you a basket of goodness, and it had like a cat kitchen towel or something in it. Yeah, some, it was some cat towels. There's two coffee mugs that I use for tea um, every week. It's awesome. I use them because they're big, so I can fit like I can fit 16 ounces of tea in there and not just eight. I love it. I use it. them all the time and some other random stuff. One of my favorite memories, I'm actually going to, I'm going to do a call out to one that is not um, podcast related that I do really love. And I was going to put it on the list, but I didn't know if we were keeping them (laughs) podcast specific, but here it comes, was when uh, I threw a costume party and you showed up as your high school self. And she's like, I said, hi, Amanda McEwen. And she goes, hi, I'm my high school self. Really? I've had these clothes since high school. This is me. In high school, this yeah. is what I look like. Yeah. And I was like, I just was blown away by that. I loved it. And then we actually made a meme yeah. of, uh, you know, the person who's kind of the over the top costume, per, you know, wearer. That's Melissa. And, thank you. Mm-hmm. And then how you were like, yeah. And then the, the meme was a, a, a cartoon of a girl who's like, this is me when I'm dead. Right. Yep. It was just funny. Yeah, and it was. It was one of my Nirvana shirts. I still have all my concert T-shirts from all the years. I don't know what to do with them, and I, I won't get rid of them. It's the closest to hoarding that I come. Um, but yeah, and I had this pair of pants that everybody signed. I'm not. I don't even know how it started, but I became known for having these pants that just had words all over them, and they fit me. So I wore them. They did not fit me in high school. Just put that on the record. They were gigantic and I had to hold them up by safety pins. Like I would wear a pair of shorts and then safety pin them to the shorts so they would stay up. That is but that hilarious. was the 90s and that's what we did. And so I grew into the pants. <laughs> and so that's why I was able to wear them for Melissa's party. That is impressive. Hey, yeah. Hey. Um, uh, one word, eggnog. Oh God. <laughs> there was a holiday party at our friend Chad's house. And he made some eggnog and uh, Melissa came up to me. She pulled me aside a little bit and she said, Amanda, I really like eggnog. <laughs> and I've never seen Melissa drink anything, I don't think. So I was nog drunk. It, 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 it just, I found it again, very endearing. But I, one I of can, my endearing memories too of you is getting, a, it was either a text message or a, a voicemail. I think it was a text message um, for the most recent Christmas party. And you were like, Hey, enjoy the eggnog. Yeah. Go go easy on yeah. it. Or you you said some yeah. kind of smart aleck, yeah. loving comment to me As about that. And As I, I love that. Um, I wrote, I love how dessert and, and Amanda McCune always, those two words comes up together uh, in so many sentences and so many of our episodes. And 
I love your love of it. Even I, this one with the chocolate pie. Yeah, it's, I love I'm your love of it. consistent, if nothing else. Yes. Thank you. Um, I had on my list a paint night um, because that was fun watching Melissa's inner perfectionist come out. She would go up to the painting and study it and go back to hers and do a couple things and go back up and study it and come back. And she took it very seriously, but that was, night was a lot of fun. I wanted my Quakies to be right. <laughs> she didn't even know they were Quakies yet, but she wanted didn't them to be Didn't even good. know they were Quakies. Yeah. Um, I have, well, one, again, I thought we were doing podcast related. Mm-hmm. So I said one of my favorite things, um, you know, we haven't had a ton of guests on. Mm-hmm. Every one of our guests have been amazing. But um, I really, really was excited when we had Trisha on. Um, I felt like she, she was really special in her delivery. We talked about confidence a lot in that episode. And I was just... It was it was your idea, and you were like, "I really want to have Trisha on. I think she would really bring a lot to our podcast, and she has a lot of really great perspective to share." And I was just really happy that that you made that decision and good. and brought her on. And it was just a memory that she, I thought was she's nice. Good people, she's a loyal uh, listener too. She's even re-listened to our episodes. So thank you, Trish. yeah, Trish. We love you, girl. Thank you for yeah. that. Um, this is not a specific memory, but it's uh, anytime Melissa gets mad and curses. I love it. And, and it's, it's for the reason that Melissa is a very protective friend and she gets very defensive, especially if she feels that somebody is mistreating her artwork. She gets mad mm-hmm. and she curses and it's a side of her that it rarely seen. And I, I kind of like it. I don't ever want her to be mad, but it's kind of funny because she still gets mad in a Melissa Motes kind of cute, happy way. But every, every time, and sometimes she calls herself out. She's like, yeah, I cursed. <laughs> and, and then it's, it's just as cute. So it's like, <laughs> so I appreciate all of those moments. Thank you. <laughs> want to know something I appreciate about you? Yeah. I love your, um, your complete detailed ways your spreadsheet making, <laughs> color-coded, organized, uh, analytical. I, I just love the way you come at everything, and it inspires me. Hey, you inspire you. me, Amanda McEwen. I appreciate that. Yeah. I have I have one last one on our list. Okay. Um, it, it's, I guess it's, it's kind of a memory, but um, the way that you forced me into teaching and being part of your voice actor studio team... I wanted to stay behind the scenes. I was the info email address and I didn't want people to know who I was. Like I didn't, I didn't want any part of it. And she just didn't let me hide. She, she made me come out and she's like, basically, you know what? You're going to teach. It's fine. Don't worry about it. You're just going to do it. And you're going to do great. And I said, okay. And I, I, it's a lot of fun. So I, I appreciate that. She forced me to get out of my comfort zone. I I did, and and you're great at it, and I knew you would be a great teacher. I have two. I actually wrote 10, but then I had a bonus one, right. so I have two, okay? <laughs> um, I said, I love um, how insightful you are about being an introvert and the way that you explain being an introvert, and I just love that about you. Thank you. I think you were like the best introvert that I've ever known. <laughs> And, I'll take it. But you have a really great way of ex- expressing like what it really means to be an introvert because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people misunderstand it. Right. So that's something I love about you. Thank you. And uh, the last one, my bonus one, is I really enjoy our odd couple <laughs> moments. Yes. Because 
you and I could not be more different, you know, in so many different ways. But like we've said in past episodes, there's just something about the chemistry of our friendship yep. that just really works and the chemistry of us working together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's like a yin yang or we joke about the odd couple, but it's like, yeah. it's it's just, it's beautiful. And I love it from everything from, uh, Melissa, most you just touched my arm. You know, that was a funny <laughs> thing that made me laugh in an old episode or... You hate to shop. I love mm. it. What a great shirt is to me is completely terrible for you, et cetera, et cetera. I love that about us. I do too. It's why it works. And that's why the last 50 episodes, we've done 50 now, have been so much fun for me. And that they're all favorite memories now. So me too. Thanks for doing it with me. Thank you. Yeah. I love being your podcast partner. Me too. This is awesome. Yeah. And, we, and we appreciate all of you for watching and listening. And hopefully you enjoyed your the uh, 50 fun facts about us. And yeah, let it, do you like these kinds of episodes? Are these too far off? They're not really on the business topic, but hey, if you want to know who we are, the best way to do it. <laughs> Tune in. Thank you guys so much for, for hanging in with us for 50 episodes and cheers to the next 50. We're looking forward to the journey with you. Thanks for tuning into the Womanpreneur podcast. Until next time, you've got this.